Uh, hey everybody, it's me. Uh, this is Rewind and Reload. I am one of your hosts, I guess your host for this week, Tim, and with me are my good friends and compatriots, John and Quentin. Hello. Hey. Good intro, guys. <laughs> I love you. Um... Pikachu Ash in the game. The Mandalorian is great in the new series and the Let's check out what's new in the world of pop culture with your hosts John, Tim, and Quentin, and a podcast we call Rewind and Reload. This week is going to be a little bit different. I originally had planned on something else, but I decided literally 12 hours, less than 12 hours before we recorded that I was going to do something completely different. So here we are. Uh, But first, we're going to talk a little bit about our week in pop culture news, and I probably ramble a little bit about something, I'm sure. (laughs) I I love a ramble, so... Um, I'll go first, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, Your name's first. Is it? Okay. Alphabetically. You made, you, made, you made this list and put yourself first. I just made it. Oh, and alphabetically. Okay. That's I true. I just made a template that we can... And we've copied and pasted that template about 30 times now. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, my week was all right. Um, Hopefully this isn't too loud. Yeah, I was just messing. I actually was just messing with my audio because I realized that like I had the record volume like way too high and I was peaking, so I had to turn it t- turn I it down know. a little bit. I peaked, but I'm not sure if it was me cracking this can or if it was me grunting in exertion from trying to crack the can without making a noise. <laughs> um, no, my week was pretty good. Um, been working a lot, but I also have a lot of time, and now my cat's meowing. That's great. But, um, that's fine. Um, I did. So today I was grocery shopping and I, I just wanted to bring this up cause I thought it was funny and I don't know why my brain works this way. Okay. So this, this guy was in front of me in line and I went to the self checkout and I'm checking out and he walks over and he, he kind of like looks at the machine and then he kind of backs up a little bit and he looks at the gum and then he looks at his watch and looks at the gum and looks at his watch. And then my brain was just like, do I have time for, you know, a piece of gum today? Or do I just want a stanky ass <laughs> breath? And that's all I could think. It was like, this guy was just like, do I have time for nice breath? He had to put that gum into his busy schedule. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, are you, he's a busy businessman. Well, like, you know, maybe he like just brushed his teeth and like you gotta wait X amount of time before you like chew gum after you brush your teeth. So maybe he was like waiting. He was counting down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, cause, yeah, that's true. Cause yeah, if you brush your teeth and then you go straight yeah. for some like he, minty he was... ass gum, like you're like crying, like tears. Exactly. Oh no, I I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking like he he had to wait his his uh, self imposed half hour before having sugar, so the guilt didn't get to him. <laughs> 
have five calories of sugar. Yeah. But That's a lot. Yeah, besides that. Yeah, no, I That was I what I was doing today, very was briefly. Like, you know what? What? No, I was just gonna say when I was briefly did keto like a couple of years ago, like sugar free gum was my go to because it just like tricked me into thinking I was eating something. It's like uh drinking water or uh coffee. It just like kinda takes your brain and makes you like kinda kinda trick well, I your... feel like coffee does it because it's a stimulant. Well it's like a appetite suppressant where it like fills your stomach until you have to pay. No, it. Yeah, it's a stimulant. I, I thought like it was just like and caffeine it makes you think you're appetite suppressant. Yeah, like meth. Like meth. Or Adderall. Or a lot okay. of things. I was going to say eating a balanced know. breakfast. I've never. I'm going to say most stimulants probably are appetite suppressors, but I have so little experience in that realm that I have no idea. I've never. This is just things no. that I've gleaned from watching like crime procedurals. Now I kind of want to. Anything. I kind of want to take some Coke and see if I get hungry. Just to Anything see. you need to learn about drugs, you can learn from watching Breaking Bad. That's what I've been told, but I've watched that show three times and I still don't know much. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I just know that he put a little bit of chili powder in there to give it a little bit of extra kick. Yeah, that's really all you need to do. Um, How was your week? I guess week I'll talk time? about my week. Let's, oh, okay. Let's, let's, yeah. Let's, let's hear it. It was, uh, I have written here, Sleepy Depression Make Timmy Go Hee Hee Hoo Hoo. So the that that pretty much explains my week of Tim is returning the monkey. I wish I was returning a monkey. That would make my life so much better. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's been fine. I've just been playing video games. I've been rewatching The Wire. What was an brought this, in and of itself. What what brought this on like why? Why The Wire? Cuz it's the best show ever. Um I've never watched it. I, I I don't know. It's got a young Michael B. Jordan in it in the first season. That's kind of cool. I didn't recognize it was him until like I looked up the actor be- or looked up the character because I was like, I wanted to know something and I won't say what because spoilers. But and I was like, oh, this is this is Michael. How B. Jordan. old is that show? I think you can spoil it. Two thousand two. I think you can spoil it. I think it's past. Yeah. Its okay. He gets shot. <laughs> He gets killed by his two friends. Yeah, it's it's like almost ten years. I think I think if it's over, it's over tw- almost twenty. Oh it's yeah, almost. holy shit! Yeah, I mean, I was still right. Hey, it, fuck off. It, I was still right. It's it's it, still was, it's still you technically yeah. weren't wrong. I guess the show the first season is a huge weird like cultural thing. I think I talked about this like last night in a voice chat with Quinn, but like. It was made in 2002, so it's, like, directly after 9-11, and they even, like, talk about that because they go to the FBI to, like, talk about wiretaps, and the FBI's like, unless your drug dealers are named Osama, we can't help you. And I was like, oh. oh. Okay. Also, there's, like, a lot of, like, not, I wouldn't say, like, anti-police, but there's a lot of, like... The police, like, show even then showing like the police are not the good guys sometimes, which is was surprising for post nine eleven America. My my favorite, speaking of nine eleven, my favorite nine eleven fact is the Quinn's face. <laughs> my fa- How do you start a sentence with my favorite nine eleven fact? Yeah. <laughs> it's great, right? Um. <laughs> 
my favorite 9-11 fact is that uh, the original Spider-Man poster um, with Tobey Maguire had oh, like, yeah. Twin Towers in it. And you can find some, and they're worth a lot of money. But since they were filming and those posters came out, 9-11 happened, so they pulled them all out of theaters re-edited them so that the yeah, there's a couple things yeah, like so that. like you didn't see the the twin towers anymore because it was like in his in his glass like in the reflection of his yeah like lens that. yeah and so they re-edited it so that wasn't there and then redistributed it because they thought that people would be wouldn't go to the spider-man because the twin towers you know and shit i'm like i feel i feel like they that's did not true like i feel like you just did that yeah no one would have cared they did something similar in um, Metal Gear Solid 2. Metal Gear Solid 2 came out in 2002, I want to say. And there was a scene in Manhattan involving the Twin Towers, and they had to uh, they had to cut that. <laughs> you had to be careful around that time. Especially as like a foreign company, like I feel like it would have been like, especially a Japanese company, people would have been like. They're doing it again. There. <laughs> Could you imagine all the fucking redneck um, gamers? Easily, yes. Like Japan. Because most of the people we grew up with. Like, yes, Japan like, was actually behind 9-11. You can tell because of Metal Gear Solid. They 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 oh, admitted it's it. It's all it's you can connect the dots. Co genius, co genius made nine eleven. Look into it. Holy shit! What about you, Quinn? How was your week? Uh, it was pretty good. I so have you guys heard of a show called Manifest? Mm, it's like uh maybe give me mad lost vibes, right? But uh, so this show's fucking insane. It's really good. Uh, me and Hannah binged it in like less than a week. It's got three seasons or whatever. So it's supposed to, it was supposed to have six seasons. And then they just canceled it halfway through. Was it a Fox show? So it just, I think it was NBC, um, CBS, NBC. So it just ends on this ridiculous cliffhanger. And it just leaves you feeling completely empty. And then Loki finished today. And uh, I haven't seen the finale. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything. But Neither have I. I. I mean, everything I've seen online. I haven't going, seen like anything going, about it. But there's going to be a season two. Yeah. I, I mean, like I I'm saw that. Sure, like, every, I, yeah. yeah. It 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 leaves it very open for season two. And I'll just point, I'll leave it at that. I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I, I don't know anything I feel about very it. Empty. I feel online I've been I, seeing. I've been seeing people be like, it's, de- it's divisive at best. I saw like a spoiler for it, so I think I know who the big baddie is at the end, but it's whatever. And Is it Taskmaster again? The lamest reveal from no. that movie? The real big baddies were the friends we made along the way. But, um... Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I was gonna watch it probably tomorrow. That's that's only kind of a, that's. I guess that's technically a spoiler. But the the real baddies were the friends we made along the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
I mean. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I can't, yeah. <laughs> All right. I was just trying to mean. That makes sense. Yeah. I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to make us think. I mean, consider. I mean, considering. Never mind. I'll, we'll talk about it next week or something. Yeah, next episode. Hopefully, by the time this is up, everybody will have watched it. I'm sure. I I have a. Th- I really don't completely know what you were saying, but if I, if my theory is correct, uh, we kind of knew. <laughs> like, what we'll episode are you it. on, Tim? Or have you watched any of it? I, I've I've watched it up until the I haven't watched it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I was really surprised that like the Loki who has like the campaign button wasn't a more prominent character considering he, he was like the fucking character splash for the show. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that he was in there for such a short period of time as well. Yeah, he just like he just like shows up and then he's gone. I don't feel like that's a spoiler. So <laughs> Gator Loki is my favorite. Yeah, I, uh, I'm still convinced that he's yeah, not like actually the... Loki though. No, he's from Pet Avengers. I know, I'm kidding. See, is that word spider pig? Spider ha- spider ham. Yeah, that yeah. that one. And yeah, it's from that. And then like frog. Yeah, did, Thor is a frog. Did you, did you see that he voiced that's frog a good one in Loki? You know when they're okay, so they're in the cellar. Where was like, this? Isn't like I'm gonna. This is mild. How did I miss Throg? Mild spoilers. So they're in the cellar, and they're panning down through Earth, through the Earth, and there's like this little oh. jar with something jumping around. That's um. Throg. It's a little frog, and you can pause it and like see it. And I saw it, so gotcha. I like went back. There's I paused also it. Like I was like, a, "Holy shit!" And then the next day, it was confirmed. Yeah. And it, so, like, the next day it was confirmed, and they ended up confirming that Chris Hemsworth was voicing him, too, like, screaming That's in that, like, ideas. high-pitched voice. That's funny. Which I thought that was hilarious, because, like, like... See, it went by so fast when I was watching it, I didn't know what it was. I, I just even, assumed it was, like, a fucking cockroach Loki or something. Yeah, I, I was like, I have to rewind and know what that is. I'm like, it's got to be something. Like, knowing Marvel. It, honestly. Um, yeah pretty uh, much yeah my entire week has just been me being kind of disappointed by tv but also not like the real friends were the friends we made along the way amen <laughs> so you guys got news um oh shit there was something i forgot oh um I guess it's a good time as any to say that this week was originally going to be an episode about Nick Cage, which I might do later. Uh, but the Amazon Tiger King show has been officially canceled. Oh, the... And Nick Cage will no longer be playing Joe Exotic. <laughs> Wait, what? Did you not hear about that? I could have no. swore we no. talked about this. I'm so sad. I think it just happened, right? Like last yesterday or something? No. I, Are you talking about yeah, the show, the show in, in general? general? You knew that they were going to make a show, right, Quentin? Like a live action, like recreation. Maybe. What? Why? I don't understand. Like, it's already. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're gonna make like, make like a weird biopic, and then 
I guess Amazon shelved it, and like I don't remember what event he was at, but Dick Cage told, it was like, yeah, that's not happening anymore because no one has any interest in it anymore. <sighs> yeah, no. Um, just go watch the movie Primal. It's basically the same story of a guy abusing native wildlife, except there's a weird. I think I've talked about it's a Nick Cage movie, and there's just like it feels like a movie that was cut up and then like put back together as like a playground puzzle like it, it makes sense overall but there are just scenes that like come out of nowhere and then there are characters who leave for a good half an hour and then come back like a lot of the like strange. a lot of the nick cage movies recently yes did you yeah Willis i was wonderland just gonna say wonderland the man says doesn't say a fucking word for an hour and a no, half just grunts and drinks soda yeah Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's. I wish I could get an acting gig like that. I, they, I seriously think it was just a shitty script, and they were like, let's get uh, Nick Cage. <laughs> or sell it off of Nick Cage. I didn't think it was like a bad movie. It's not great, like, by any means. It was <laughs> no. entertaining, though. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I think I. I don't remember what I rated it, but it wasn't like a horrible rating. Yeah. It, was inter- it's a, it was an entertaining movie not it could have been better or they could have just not a done six it. and a half out of ten i haven't seen it but that's my yeah rating. i put I, I gave it two stars and said this isn't a quote-unquote good film <laughs> but like then i talked about why i liked it yeah which i feel like most of the movies i watch like um army of the dead not a good movie but it was entertaining I haven't seen it, but I have seen the Tignataro scenes, and that's fucking hilarious. It, it was that they just completely green screened her into the movie because uh, what's his Crystalia got canceled like halfway through yep. production, and it was entertaining, but it wasn't good. Like at the end, I was like, eh. "Yeah, I've heard." I've heard the ending just is like, okay, like, you could see it coming. Like you could happens. see it coming from a mile away. Honestly, you're like, you, I know how this is gonna end. It's whatever. Like, halfway through the movie, they pretty much gave away the ending. I mean, it's a Hack Snyder film, yeah. so... I would say, of his uh, movies, it was probably... I don't know. Definitely in the top couple. Like, I feel like it, it would be... Like, for me, for Zack Snyder, it would be like... The Zack Snyder cut Justice League, Army of the Dead... 300 and then everything else at the very bottom with a big gap in between i don't think i would put snyder cut that high no. that movie's fucking <laughs> granted i don't like any of zach snyder's saying... movies basically i'm saying like, oh you 300 know i thought was cool the watchman i'd probably put at the top just because i forgot like, about as fucked up and weird as that movie is, like it's it's fine. Yeah, I forgot about Watchmen, and then I forgot of uh, Dawn of the Dead. The yeah, both Dawn of, of the Dead's both an okay of those movie. would definitely be before Schneider Cut. Not Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. I, I mean, like when I was a teenager. I that's a joke. That's yeah, a joke. Okay. Don't think okay. I'm being serious. I'm about just this. like when I was a teenager, I was into it, but then I realized why I was into it. And then yeah. mm-hmm. re-watching it, I was like, wow, this movie is really all over the place. 
and not good. It's just a weird extended, like, allegory for sexual assault written by a fucking 30-year-old white guy. Yeah. Who ends the movie with the girl getting a fucking... Lobotomy. Uh, what do you call it? Lobotomy, yeah. So none of the movie matters. No. Oh. Have you ever okay. watched Sucker Punch? Yeah. No. That's I don't not good. watch movies uh, very often. We need to start. Unless they have. See, that's the thing, uh, we need to start doing movies that Quentin has never seen before. The me and you have seen Tim, and do movie, do do movie like, reviews on them, and just watch him be super disappointed. <laughs> Some of them. Ninety-eight percent of movies that you guys have watched, I probably have not seen. We could do a series called Quentin hasn't seen it. I mean, I watch a lot of shitty, not shitty movies. I watch a lot of shitty movies, but I also watch a, like a lot of like old shit because HBO just has TMC on it. So, <laughs> like, I just watch whatever fucking they have. Like every old Godzilla movie on there, they have like the uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name now. It's this very influential Japanese director, and I can't think of his Akira Kurosawa. They have all of his films, and then like, but anyway. We're at 21 minutes. Uh, I don't know how long this this is going to take because some of it's more detailed than the rest. So let's get hit an ad and Ooh. get into it. Okay. Um, so there's a link for you boys to get to the bracket here <laughs> because we are doing what I've been calling the first annual Midwest Cryptid Smackdown. Where I'm going to give you guys a bun- talk about a bunch of uh, cryptids from throughout the Midwest. And we're going to pair them off and then say which one is cooler for whatever reason. Doesn't have to be like which one would win a fight. I don't give a shit about that. Just which one's cooler. Which one is the coolest legend. And you're going to see a lot of these are... Uh, there's not much of a legend. <laughs> In typical Midwest fashion, it's kind of just something that someone made up. No, cryptids are real. Uh, all of these, everything we were going to talk about I tried. is real. I've seen all of yeah, them. Yeah, so, so when I was writing this outline, I tried to do that do that shtick, and uh, it quickly faded, because you'll see why. Um, I also have this weird, <laughs> this weird bit I wrote in because of a joke Quentin made in our group text. About how I was going to do something a little bit of weird, a little bit of wacky, and uh, how I was going to enter into a loving, passionate romance with Mothman and see if it's possible for our species to interbreed and create the ultimate life form. Because with their future sight and the primal physicality of humanity, we could be the ultimate warriors. What do we called? Which kind of leads into the idea of a SmackDown. What do we called? Mothman Man or Man Mothman? Uh, Mothman Man. Okay. I'm more man mothman. So like I s- Oh, I fair mean, enough. I So like I said, this isn't part of the bracket yet, John. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're not the East Coast. We're not No, the, yeah, no, the East I, know, Coast, I know. Okay. We're not talking about Virginia cryptids like that one that's just a dude. <laughs> that was on the I was on the cryptid wiki today and there is a West Virginia cryptid that is just like a fucking creepy dude who shows up sometimes. I don't remember his name. Okay. Uh, I gathered some cryptids from the Midwest, and oh wait, I've already talked. I've already said all this. 
So yeah, it's not necessarily a power level matchup. You can judge it however you want. If it's cooler, if it, if you think it, it would win the fight, if you think it has the most kissable monster lips, <laughs> we're playing it real fast and loose with this one, like most of my episodes. Pretty much most of our episodes uh, also anymore. I mean... Uh, it's because it's it more is. fun. I just, I, we're getting wacky, we're getting wild. I, I think it's just... It's like a slip and slide. It's more natural for us. I feel like we, even when, yeah. when we're together and we're not getting recorded, we're we're just fast and loose people we're just like fuck it let's go let's talk about crazy shit yeah dude i did four five years of academic paper well more than that if you count high school and i don't want to do them for this so (laughs) i just uh, just want to hang out so yeah i just want to hang out with my friends and talk about weird shit exactly uh also if it's for everyone listening if it seems like there's a lot of indiana cryptids on here that's because there are uh, this list originally started as purely Indiana, and then I realized there's not enough to make a full SmackDown, so I branched out. So, round, I was gonna do a funny, uh, let's get ready to rumble bit, but I don't wanna go find the sound effects, so we're just gonna... Can I, can I try? Go to the... Hold yeah, on, go I'm ahead. gonna, I'm gonna get up, and I'm gonna do it farther away from the mic, though, because I don't want it to peak, like, super bad. Oh, right, yeah. Ready? Let's get ready to rumble! Hell yeah. That was that was really good. That was something. Do you guys know that that was like two brothers who did that and then they were like rivals for some reason? No. At least that's what YouTube led me to believe. Because I tried to look for the let's get ready to rumble sound effect and there was one anyway. There's two. It was like two brothers who did it, or something. Um, so yeah, each of these has a link that you can click and see a picture of it. I already got them up. I'm ready. Some of some of them are better than others for sure. Um, so the first round one we have the Beast of Bray Road versus Melonheads, and we'll talk about Melonheads and how I kind of think it's problematic, but. Uh, first up is the Beast. Of Bray Road from Wisconsin. Uh, it's often described by alleged witnesses as large, between six and seven feet, with a humanoid body covered in fur or hair, which is kind of the same thing, so I'm not sure why Wikipedia listed them as two different things, and the head resembling a wolf or a bear. It's been reported to be seen moving as both quadrupedal and bipedal. First sighted in 1936, but made the main reports came out of the 80s with witnesses reporting that the beast had made contact with their vehicles and left sc- long scratch marks on it. One witness even reported hitting something that had crossing Bray Road, getting out of the vehicle to check what they hit, and was chased back into their vehicle by a large wolf-like creature with red eyes. Other witnesses have described seeing a large wolf running through cornfields and on, fo- on all fours during daylight hours. Another witness even reported seeing it chase a deer. Uh, logical explanations include a bear with mange and simply a large dog or wolf. Nah, not possible. I don't think so. Nah, nope, those explanations don't make any sense, actually, so. So that's the Beast of Bray Road. It's also real. And next is Melonheads, which I think is maybe the, maybe a little bit problematic. 
Um, it feels kind of icky. I don't when, like them. You know what they look like is a the, is a baby version of uh uh what's his name uh Barack Baraka from Mortal Kombat. Baraka. Yeah, kinda. With like hydrocephalitis. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say Barack Obama, and I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh my. So now. like I said, it felt kind of icky. It felt kind of icky to put this on the list, but so it, there's legends across multiple states. And as you'll see, they kind of get like they kind of become badasses in the legend, so it's fine, I think. Um, so in Michigan, the legend goes that the Melonheads were a group of children suffering from hydrocephalus, a condition where too much cerebrospinal fluid builds up in the skull. They were released into the woods from the Junction Insane Asylum after years of emotional and physical abuse, causing them to become feral. Uh, note, the asylum never existed according to the Allegan County Historical Society, although there was a prison nearby. Other versions say that the children devised an escape plan from the abusive doctor, killed him, cut him up into pieces, and hid them around the building, causing both the spirits of the children and the doctor to haunt the building. Uh, another legend from Ohio, primarily associated with the Cleveland Slubber of Kirtland. According to the lore, the Melon Heads were orphans under the watch of a figure known as Dr. Crow. Uh, there's a couple spellings for that, or Dr. Melonhead. Okay. The doctor performed unusual experiments on the children, causing them to develop large hairless heads and malformed bodies. Uh, some claim the children were already suffering from hydrocephalus, and that the crow injected even more fluid in their brains. Eventually, the children killed Crow, burned the orphanage to the ground, and retreated to the for- surrounding forest where they stole and fed on babies. Okay, okay. So, like I said, it was it's kind of gross because it's just kids with the like real condition being stigmatized. But uh, they did kind of like kill their abuser in both cases, so I thought that was cool. And uh, I mean, the baby eating part isn't cool. But how else are they gonna get that adrenochrome? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um. So. I feel like the obvious winner here is the Beast of Bray Road because are Melonheads really even cryptids? From uh yeah, they're legend, they're creatures that well. But right. like I'm saying, but like even in their origin story, they're just like normal kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas I see where you're coming from here. A cryptid is something otherworldly. It can be in a sense. I. I thought it was something from our world that we just don't understand. I would say that the Beast well, of Bray yeah. is more of a cryptid than the Melonheads, and that's why I would say that that went. Okay. So yeah, Beast, Beast, boom, two for Beast. All On right, to the beast next round. Rest of the next round. The next the round beast is, is the winner. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We got the Mill Race Monster. And the Mud Mermaids. Great. Okay. Um, both of these are Indiana cryptids. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Mill Race Monster was a beast supposedly seen in Columbus, Indiana, in 1974. It launched what some consider to be the largest monster hunt in U.S. history, and it's been described as bipedal between six and seven feet, and having a mossy green appearance. On November 1st, 1974, the police department of Columbus received reports from at least two sets of witnesses who claimed to have seen and even possibly been attacked by a large green-skinned monster by the water inside Mill Race Park. The first report involved four 
unnamed young women. At about 3 p.m., one of the women spotted the monster between two trees. The group escaped and reported their encounter to the police, stating that they'd seen a, quote, green, hairy, and large monster. Uh, the second report came from an unrelated pair of women who were supposedly unaware of the first incident. Uh, Tyra Cataline, one of the women, came forth in 2014 on the show Monsters and Mysteries in America. And in 2015, yeah. 41 years after the incident, she also told her story to the local Fox News station. Uh, she's quoted as saying, It was something, I don't know what it was, but it wasn't somebody wearing a costume. Cataline's report also described the monster as having slime on his face and having large claws. The women claimed to have been attacked and had scratch marks on their car with a malodorous stench. Uh, these two incidents launched some more sightings and eventually a full-on influx of amateur monster hunters and thrill-seekers coming to the park, leading the local law enforcement to shut down the park at night to avoid any injuries and damage to the property. There's also a story that some guy was like, yeah, we were hunting for it, we got chased, and then later on he was like, I think that might have just been a dude with green blankets and, like, a green wig on. I... No, no it was the monster. I don't like how similar he looks to uh, the creature of the Black Lagoon. Uh, like we'll it, get there, bud, because as it turns out, Indiana is not creative. Because, yeah, like, that's... As soon as I saw the picture, I was like, that just looks like somebody got a creature of the Black Lagoon, like Halloween costume, and was scaring the shit out of people. Oh, there's a case. There's a case later on that is straight up just. I mean, it that. would it would make sense too, because it it's it November first was the first you know was the sighting. So yeah, it's the, that's it's fair. the day after Halloween. So someone was probably just fucking around. That's true. But that's not what happened. This is a real cryptid. They saw it. It's real. We're not trying to prove if they're real or fake. We're trying to decide which the best one is. Okay, we're not not Jonathan Frakes on fact or fiction. I mean, that's fair, but, like, that's also... If I can can believe it more, I'll vote for that one. Okay. That's That's my... Well, let's see how you feel about the mud mermaids of Vivian. I do like the picture of them. I will say that. I don't know if this is a picture of them. All I know is the picture that I got. There's some... And I'll say this about some of the pictures that I've put in the doc for you guys. Uh, If you know... Maybe you guys know this just about me generally. I love nothing more than badly rendered fucking cryptid pictures. And there's some good ones. It's the best. Uh, So, the Mud Mermaids were seen in the year 1891... Uh, they were apparently seen lurking on the banks of the Ohio River near Vey, Indiana. They were described as vaguely humanoid, amphibious, and completely hairless with webbed hands, sharp claws, fins, pointed ears, and jagged teeth. The Cincinnati Inquirer said, that, quote, The beast is about five feet in length. Its general color is yellowish. The body between the four legs resembles that of a human being. Back of the hind legs, it tapers to a point. The extremities resemble hands, are unwebbed, and furnished with sharp claws. It is devoid of hair. Its ears are sharp and pointed, and stand up like those of a dog. Um, this one's just kind of like, there's not a lot here. There's no real eyewitnesses other than, like, a fucking Confederate captain from Kentucky who I really don't feel like giving the time of day, given which side he was on. But, uh... He apparently had sketches, but I couldn't find those. 
and all the, the only thing is like there's like an article from 1891 in the Cincinnati Enquirer and that's it but no they're real they were out there they were sunbathing in the mud um, I mean <clears throat> my vote goes to the mud mermaids on this one I think I'd say the mud mermaids because they're, they're a little more original yeah they're yeah Okay, I mean, feel free to disagree with each other because I will tie break if that happens. No, no, Yeah, no, so far no, we're no. on the same page, I think. Okay, like, Mud Mermaids it is. Millrace Monster is just like... Anybody can make that up. Yeah, anybody like it could easily be a person in a costume. Like, it would be harder to recreate this. The Mud Mermaids... I, I, original idea nobody nobody older. in 1891 was just walking around in the mud with a mermaid tail on those were definitely there i mean we'll talk about a, a fairly an old friend of the podcast who turns out to be not real in like the 1890s well we'll, we'll get there okay if, if, it, know if when it's you hear him. if it's our old friend he's real and i'm not gonna let you prove me wrong oh i remember okay, well, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay we'll get there mud mermaids wins round two so round three we have the uh puck and uh oh okay never mind i thought i clicked out of the document and the uh non rouge or the red dwarf of detroit so first up is the Pukwudgie. Uh Also, well, there's, I don't know why I put also spelled here in an audio podcast, but uh, it translates from a Native American phrase that means little man of the woods that vanishes. Oh, I already like this one. He's just a it's little guy. It's a human-like, <laughs> it's just a little guy. <laughs> a human-like creature from Wampanoag folklore said to be about two to three feet tall. Uh, according to Native American legend, Pukwudgies can appear and disappear at will, lure people to their deaths, use magic, launch poison arrows, and create fires. Uh, okay. Native Americans believe that Pukwudgies were once friendly to humans, but turned against them and are now best left alone. And according to lore, a person who annoyed a Pukwudgie would become subject to nasty tricks by it, or would uh, subject to being followed and having trouble caused for them. They were known to kidnap people, push them off cliffs, attack their victims with short knives and spears, and use sand to blind their victims. Pocket sand. I was just gonna, God damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> they, uh, apparently they also appear in the, like, extended Harry Potter universe, but a lot of people seem to be mad at Rowling for that. And I'm not saying that Rowling's not a shitty person, but, like, Talking about a magical creature in the context of a magical world doesn't seem all that bad to me. Anyway. Yeah. I feel like a, a world full of they cryptids, like, it's not that bad to pull one in. Yeah. People weren't getting upset when, like, that weird Chinese dragon thing in the movie. Yeah. So. It'd be like, I mean, I feel like looking at the picture of this, if it was, like, in the Witcher world, I'd be like, this is fucking dope. But like, oh yeah, it's, so it's I don't like, know why. I think it'd it's be different for. I think it's definitely in some like fantasy games. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's cool. But I'm not sure. I lo- I like this. It's this um, one's gonna be a hard round. Oh, 
It's like a hedgehog. Oh, yeah. Also, thing. also to really make it a hard round, um, I found a forum post from fucking exmormon.com asking if anyone thought it was possible that Joseph Smith was visited by a puckwudgie, as it was equally as likely as him being visited by all the holy figures he claimed to be visited by, which was very funny to me. 100%. Um, I love this that. This is... I, I'm almost certain if I looked hard enough, I could prove that Joseph Smith was visited by a puckwudgie. Because <laughs> um, after... It was... A, it was probably so. Do you, would it would it have been before or after the angel visited him and told him all like the rules of God and all that? I don't remember exactly what the forum poster said, but they were like, it was basically on the grounds of like, who's to say it wasn't? And he was just misinterpreting the that they were angels, and it really it was like an older forum, so it really just felt like edgy people who had grown out of the church and were just like. But this could be true too. That may it equally as likely. I'm gonna say that Joseph Smith was definitely visited by a puckwudgie. Yeah, I mean, now knowing this, the the possibility, I would, I would love to say that's true. So I'm gonna say. I think it's more fun to believe that. So I'm gonna believe it. It's more fun to believe that than than he was like a predator who looked into a hat and made shit up. Yes. Um. So next up is the uh, Nain Rouge, which is, like I said, French for Red Dwarf. It's also called the Demon of the Strait. Uh, the Nain Rouge is a cryptid from Detroit whose appearance is said to presage misfortune. According to some sources, Antoine de Les Mothes Cadillac, founder of Detroit, was told by a fortune teller to appease the Nain Rouge, but when he encountered the creature, he smacked it with his cane and shouted, Get out of my way, you red imp! And as consequence, as consequence, a string of bad luck befell Cadillac. He was charged with abuse of power and reassigned to Louisiana. He later returned to France, where he was briefly imprisoned, and eventually lost his fortune. Uh, There might be some truth to that. I'm not going to say that the uh, auto industry failing, uh, whatever year that was, was because of the Nine Rouge, but uh, I could almost guarantee it was. We'll see that he shows up in modern times, too. Uh, the Nain Rouge is described as a dwarf, quote, very red in the face, with a bright, glistening eye. Instead of burning, it froze. Instead of possessing depth, it emitted a cold gleam like a reflection from a polished surface, bewildering and dazzling all who came within its focus. And with, quote, a grinning mouth displaying sharp, pointed teeth, complete this strange face. Uh, other accounts describe the Nan Rouge as a small creature with red black fur covering an animal's body, but the face of an old man with blazing red eyes and rotten teeth. Uh, so it was apparently seen before the 1967 Detroit riots nice. and before a big ice storm that happened in 76. Um, it's something of a local celebrity in Detroit with a festival in it. They even have like a festival in its honor, and there's like beers and wines named after it. We'll see. We'll see through a couple of these that they they just become like folk, like lovable creatures, I guess. Even if this one is literally just like a little devil. He's just a little devil guy. This, the other one's a little hedgehog goblin. This is a little devil. Yeah, this one's a tough one. I'm going all in mm-hmm. on Puckwudgie, one hundred percent. No questions asked. I I want to do Puckwudgie too, because I I just like 
Because it's the correct choice. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> that. But I I just really like like Native American folklore a lot. Like I think they have really cool cryptids and legends. Oh, so are you going with the Pukwudgie cut off yeah, a little bit? I think I'm gonna go with the Pukwudgie too. That's but it was also choice. it was it's also a a very I mean you you can if you want you can try to sway me to the other side. I'm not gonna sway you over to the non rouge. I think the puck wudgie why did it not mark the puck wudgie as the winner? Did I click the wrong <laughs> one? No, it seems like we're good. Okay. Sorry, this 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 bracket is set up very oddly. <laughs> um Oh, okay, Pukwudgie takes round three. Uh, round four, it. we have the Hopskinville Goblins. Goblins. And the Beast of Busco. Uh, I might be a little biased this round because uh, I like goblins. Of so form. how do you feel about goblins who are also maybe aliens? That's pretty good. Cause that's what we're talking about here. All right, give me the details. So I don't know the beast. So like thing. I said, there's not a ton. There's not a ton about the the actual creature here. Um, the Kelly Hopskinville encounter or the Gr- McKelly Greenman case is actually, I guess, a pretty well known UFO sighting slash encounter. Uh, even though it basically boils down to uh, some people saying, coming down to the police saying they had a gunfight with some aliens on the farm. The police go over to the farm. They find no real evidence other than some bullet holes at the farmhouse. And the families who lived on the farm were gone by the next morning, claiming that the creatures had returned in like 3, like 3 a.m. So they were the original 3 a.m. challenge. <laughs> um, a lot of the skeptics, skeptics just think it was owls and that the farmers were drunk enough to think it was aliens. <laughs> Um, they were also reported a meteor in the sky, which may have like led to even more confusion. And it's listed in by Project Blue Book, the government study of unexplained aerial phenomenon. I don't know why I put an F when phenomenon is spelled with a P, mm-hmm. but uh, it's listed as a hoax with no further comment. So that means it's probably real. <laughs> But there's like a cute little. I used to have these too. These this the like the cards that these this the Hopskinville Goblin I picture had that is from. Too. Definitely it was, had. It, I definitely like a book had fair these. thing. Yeah, yeah, you like signed up for them. I remember I got a, I had like a ton of them and then I gave them to like my nephews or something. I don't remember. Yeah, I had the. But now like I kind of wish because they had, had like them. a book and then they had cards. Yeah, I, I have one of those cards in my uh, <gasps> calculator case for my for Yu-Gi-Oh. I have a Loch Ness monster one. Okay, we gotta see it. Forgot that I showed those to everybody. I, uh, I wish we had a way to like show this to everybody. I mean, you could take a picture. Because I look. Li- I mean, you could take like a. I for some reason. Oh yeah, I guess we could like put it in the Instagram yeah. post or whatever. But yeah, no, I use this for like a field center in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. I forgot about that, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so the next thing we have is the Beast of Busco, which according to Indiana folklore, uh, the Beast of Busco is an enormous snapping turtle. 
I've been sinking progressively lower in my seat, and I need to sit up. Uh, in 1898, a farmer named Oscar Folk claimed to have seen a giant turtle living in the seven-acre lake on his land near Churubusco, Indiana. He told some people about it, but eventually just kind of dropped it. Half a century later, two other people, Oro Blue and Charlie Wilson, reported seeing a giant turtle estimated to weigh 500 pounds. While fishing on the lake, which had become known as Folk Lake, named after the original owner. In 1949, a reporter from Fort Wayne sent out a story that made the turtle nationally famous. Uh, Mobs of curious sightseers invaded the land, now owned by Gail Harris, forcing the state police to call in for traffic control. Um... Harris attempted to find and capture the turtle, now known as quote now known as Oscar, uh, named after the previous owner of the farm. And all of his attempts kind of like really oddly ended. Like on one occasion, he like tried to pump all of the water out of the lake into a different area that was dammed off. But just as they got most of the water out, the dam broke. Coincidence. And another time, exactly. I don't know. Another time, they attempted to send a deep-sea diver into the lake, but the wrong equipment got delivered to the farm, and they couldn't do that. Uh, but the attempts cost Harris, like, a lot of money, and he had to sell the farm. So, we'll never know. But Oscar's memory does live on. Uh, Churro Busco has an annual Turtle Days festival each June, which we just missed. It includes a parade, a carnival... In turtle races, there's also a small concrete statue of a turtle on the sidewalk of the main intersection of the town. Also, I'm pretty sure it said that they've renamed the town Turtle Town. Big if true. I vote for the Beast of Busco. Oh, it's their it's their unofficial name is Turtle Town. Okay. All right. Ooh, yeah, we're gonna have a I'm, we're gonna have a showdown. I feel go like Beast of Busco. Okay, so uh, how big is it? It said like 500 pounds. Uh, 500 pounds, and if you look at this, this really badly that, rendered picture, that's just a big yeah, stabbing turtle next to a deer. way more than 500 pounds right there. But 500 pound snapping turtle? Like, dude, that could fuck you up. That could chomp you in half. Easy. Imagine just swimming, yeah, in, a, but, imagine just swimming in a lake, just having a good old time. And then all of a sudden, just like your legs gone. Uh, so you cut out on my end entirely, but it's fine because I don't need to hear what you have to say. So <laughs> hear me out. The fucking goblins are friendly. The turtle's gonna kill you. The goblins, you could hang out with the goblins. You could smoke cigarettes with the goblins. Give it beers. Make it. A- I don't want to see him. Sleeping with goblins. Yeah, please. Like, kissing goblins. Please don't have sex with the goblins. I'm not going to. Ingratiating the goblins. I don't want to have sex with the goblins. I want to hang out with the goblins. I want to learn their secrets. I want them to show me how to, like, be a goblin. Goblin UFOs. No, I, like, I want to, I want to go inside the UFO. The goblins have UFOs. (laughs) What does the turtle have? It's just a fucking turtle. That's really big. That can eat you. You can do drugs with the goblins. 
I can do drugs so... by myself. I I'm just saying. You're swimming around. Why would you do that? Why no. would you do that by yourself when you could do it with a goblin? Okay, that's a fair point. I'm just saying, how insane would it be if you're just swimming around having a good time and all of a sudden your legs just fucking gone because the snap and Yeah, that doesn't sound around. like a good time. That doesn't sound like it'd a great be, time. You know what sounds like a great crazy. time? crazy. Getting lit with a goblin. You're not changing Think my mind. About this, this one's... This one's a winner, man. All right, I can't be an impartial sider on this one, so we're gonna have to do a coin toss. <laughs> coin toss. Well, not I want to know toss. which one you would pick. Yeah, and we don't have to go with that one. I think they're both okay. great. I think they're both awesome. So I can't choose. That's why okay. I have to resort to a coin flip on this one. Do we have a coin? Uh, I roll. I flipped a virtual one, so somebody call uh, it. Quinn, you go. Heads, because these goblins got big ass head. <laughs> It was heads. Fine, I'll, resp- I'll respect the coin superiority. I I like I like the beast of Busco a lot because I think the whole festival around it's really cool. Yeah, but the coin toss their is, uh... unofficial name is Turtle Town. It's true. Okay, so let's take the goblins to Turtle Town. <laughs> Good Hell yeah. Take the goblins in Turtle Town and get turned. Turn it into Goblin Town. Get turned in Turtle Town. Yeah. So next up we have uh, an old friend, the Loveland Frogman from Loveland, Ohio. And the Tuttle Bottoms Monster. So uh, I'm not going to say too much about the Loveland Frogman. If you want to hear me go into the full story, go listen to the episode I made about him about a year ago. Some of our finest um, work. Dude, this picture, he's got a fat ass. That's what I was saying. He's, he's kind of like thinky. Yeah. Like, I got some feelings uh, about this frog thumpy. right now. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess I guess the short version is that it's just, it's a human-sized frog that likes to hang out near this river in Loveland, Ohio. Uh, sometimes people say he has a magic wand, and other one people think he's just a big iguana that someone released into the river. Yeah, you think he packing uh, shmeat? He's definitely though? out there though, and I I want to meet him someday. You think he's packing shmeat? Dude, he's probably packing fucking like tube and a half of shmeat. It's not a wand he's yeah. holding, man. <laughs> that's not sparks shooting out of that wand that is bioluminescent fucking okay this is gonna sound weird but like what does a frog penis look like okay I don't know I couldn't like, tell you. I don't think that's just something like a fun fact anybody I don't would know John's googling it so I'm just gonna talk about the Tuttle Bob alright John's getting put on a watch list we're gonna talk about cryptids uh, the Tuttle Bottoms monster is a swamp creature from north of Harrisburg, Illinois, usually described as ape-like and hairy, with a long snout similar to an anteater. Uh, the first report of the monster came on August 6, 1963. Quote, I think this is from an article. Quote, Saline County Sheriff James L. Thompson, Sheriff James L. Thompson spent a busy night last night, starting at about 11 p.m. and ending about 4.30 sheriff said he ran across a youth at Tuttle Bottoms at about 11 p.m. The young man was armed with a rifle and told Thompson there was a monster on the loose in the bottoms. He said it was 8 feet long, 4 feet high, and had a nose like an anteater. 
The young man put his rifle in his car and left, and later Thompson ran across about a dozen boys armed with shotguns and other weapons, all looking for the, quote, monster of the bottoms. Their sheriff soon dispersed the boys and sent them home. Uh, a local resident named Virgil Smith has told the paper that he believes the creature not to be a monster, but an actual animal released by the federal government that has long since died. Uh, Smith said that the, the monster was a hairy primate, stood on two legs, and was not scared of humans. Uh, he also claims that a former employee of the U.S. Department of Agriculture confided in him that the department had launched a private investigation into the Tuttle Bottoms monster. I'm going to go with the Tuttle Bottoms monster. Yeah, um, so I want to show you so. <laughs> I, I got I okay, have two pictures show to show you. Okay, one's okay. Apparently, that's what a frog penis looks like. Yo, like, he is packed. Like if he's though. six foot tall, like dude, he's got schmeat. Um, but <laughs> look at this jacked ass frog. That's basically <laughs> a rough one frog man. Holy shit. Those like frog titties? I like mean, pecs. no, I guess it can't be. Mammals are the only ones with like titties, huh? Pecs, man, just fucking ripped. Can't milk a can't milk just a reptile. Batching. Just got some mommy milkers on that frog. <laughs> frog milk, yum. Big frog um, milkers. But back to back to this round. I would go with the Tuttle Bottoms monster. It looks really cool. I like the anteater thing. It also it's like me here, but I'll respect the vote. I know it, how much, dude. I know. It took on like fucking twelve dudes with shotguns and shit, and, and like they weren't even able to kill it. Like I wanted, you shouldn't have matched up the frogman with. Him. Yeah, I feel like this was a bad pair. I I I seeded it uh, randomly, so that's just the way yeah, the dice. Like because some of these, if it was, if it was laid out different, I definitely would have picked a lot of the other ones over other things, but like. That's fair. Yeah. That's, like, I definitely randomize it yeah, for that no, exact reason. Because it makes because... it hard. Like, some of these yeah. are definitely hard. All right. Tuttle Bottoms Monster. I love you, Loveland Frogman. So, is the Loveland Frogman the one that we were talking about? Is it real? Or is it the other one? No. Well, we'll get there. It's the other one. Okay. Okay. It's the other one. <clears throat> um. So. The next two I don't really have pictures for. Um, the first one is the Crosley monster. It's basically just a Bigfoot spotting in Crosley, Indiana, who scared some campers and hunters in 2006 or something. Um, it's about as imaginative as it sounds, but it's big if true. Maybe we have our own Bigfoot in Indiana. And the next one in round six is the Thunderbird, which is a pretty well-known like Native American cryptid slash myth um it's a giant bird who flaps caught whose wings cause claps of thunder and its eyes flash lightning uh they're mainly thought to be from the pacific northwest but the legend persists across multiple tribes across the midwest as well um it's labeled i think i found it in a list labeled as north dakota but like i feel like it's just a general native american legend that spread like through tribes so i remember the thunderbird from what is that stupid show that it was like the recreation? Brother Bear. It was like a recreation show of like cryptids and stuff. I think it was. Are you thinking of that fucking the show called The Lost Tapes? Maybe. 
It was on Animal yeah, Planet? Yeah, it was on Animal Planet. I think it's the it Lost Tapes. That. And they had an episode on this, and I remember them talking about how it picked up a little girl and, like, flew away. Yeah. And it was, like, huge. There's another one later that's kind, the way of, it goes. kind of very and similar from just, Illinois. It is what it just is. Just because I remember that episode, I want to go with the Thunderbird. And there's a little bit more known about it. I'm going to go yeah. with the... The Crosley monster is... Big. Oh, I'm going with the Thunderbird as well, just because, like, fucking Sasquatch, really. We got enough Sasquatch in I the mean, world. We'll, we'll get we'll get a few more. I had to, I, I didn't realize until I was, like, deep in this list. I was like, oh, a couple of these are just Sasquatches. Yeah, like, uh, back to Quentin's point earlier, like, it's just not very creative. You know, like... Thunderbird it is. It's true. Can't blame you on that one. So, uh... The next round is where our, one of our old friends comes in again. Yeah, I remember. So, the Hodag is also one we've kind of talked about when we reviewed uh, the movie Backwoods Bloodbath Curse of the Black Hodag. Classic. In which the Brent wanted his dogs. Um, basically, the Hodag is a creature with, quote, the head of a frog, the grinning face of a giant elephant... Thick short legs set off by huge claws, the back of a dinosaur, a long tail with spears at the end from Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Um, it's real, but it was also proven to be a hoax by a huckster named Eugene Shepard, who claimed to have killed one hodag with dynamite and captured another when he and several bear wrestlers placed chloroform on the end of a long stick, fed it into a cave, and knocked the hodag out. Okay. Uh, he also, like, this isn't in the show notes, but he also put it on display at, like, the local fair, but it was really clear to everyone there that, like, he was just, like, pulling strings on a puppet and making it <laughs> up whenever someone got close, which worked on people because it was, like, the fucking early 1900s. But then, like, a, I, th- I feel like there was, like, an investigation people, so somebody came in and was like, no, this is fake. I think it was someone from the Smithsonian, actually, if I remember the, the article right. Well, that's not fun. But anyway, the Hodag's cool. It's real. It's the out movie's there. amazing. Uh, the next one is another Bigfoot variant with maybe the best picture from the blog post I found this one on. Which just it's just colored pencil. Yeah, it's very bad. Called the Farmer City Monster. Um, it's just another Bigfoot variant from Illinois. Like I, like I said with the last one, there's not really a lot to say about it. it. Scared some campers and it was never captured on camera or anything, despite it being in the 70s. So, um, it's also called the Salt Creek Monster, but I wouldn't suggest googling that. There's like there was like a fairly notorious like assault and uh, sexual assault case in Australia. And they called the guy the same thing. So, so if you wouldn't recommend a Google so on that one, crime, maybe look it up. Yeah, maybe look at that one up. But like, just like the very brief part of the article I read, I was like, oh Jesus! All right. I'm. So we go. I'm going with, Hodag. Uh, Hodag. Yeah, I'm going with my boy. Yeah, I figured. I just thought it was interesting that there's big feet across the country, so I kind of threw a couple yeah, of them in. No, for sure. Hodag. I mean, everybody knows uh, Bigfoot's real. Next we real. have yeah, Bigfoot's real and he ate my ass. Yeah. 
Uh, next we have the Green Clawed Beast, which I've kind of alluded to before, and we'll see why. Uh, on August 21st, 1955, Mrs. Darwin Johnson claimed she was grabbed around the knee by a large, hairy, claw-like hand while swimming in with a friend in the Ohio River near Evansville, Indiana. <sighs> After a struggle, Johnson was able to free herself from the monster and return to shore. She was treated for multiple contusions on her leg, at which point a green palm print-shaped stain was found on her leg. The stain could not be removed for several days. Um... There's a fun idea I found on the website I was looking up these. That was just a Loveland frogman coming down the river. <laughs> Although the frogman's never been violent, he just kind of likes to cast little spells in the air. So Maybe this is a different Loveland frogman. Maybe there's multiple. Oh, that's true. I would love to believe that there are. They're, li- they're like lizard um, people. Also another weird... They're everywhere. They're in the yeah. government. Also another weird little, like... <laughs> I hope. The government would be better if there were more Loveland frogmen. <laughs> Also, a weird little footnote is, uh, apparently, take it with a huge grain of salt, an Air Force colonel came to visit Johnson, took extensive notes on the encounter, and then told her never to talk about it again. Aliens? I don't know. Could be. Maybe. Uh, it's also worth mentioning that the film The Creature from the Black Lagoon came out literally a year before this, and I'm sure that has nothing to do with it at all. I don't think so. I don't think there's any connection between the two. Also, nope. next up we have maybe the worst picture I have on the list. I think you mean the best. Uh, the, Mich- the Michigan Dog Man. It's what it sounds like. It's a man with a dog or a wolf's head. It's only really famous because a local disc jo- jockey, Steve Cook, wrote a song about the sightings. Um, it's basically just the Beast of Bray Road, but in Michigan. It's just a wolf man or a wolf walking like a man. I think I've heard about the do- no. I've, I'm thinking of Dogman's Bridge. That's a that's a yeah. myth around that, that's here. That's what right? I that's what I remembered too. Um, I guess I could have put him on the list, but anyway, yeah. So that's that's all there is for this round. Again, some of these are really weak, and my my research went downhill very fast when I started realizing how boring some of these are. I think uh, I think my vote's got to go with a uh, green clawed beast. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, green clawed beast. The fact that a government official told yeah. someone not to talk about it just that means it's that's real. where that's where you got me. That's where you got me. That, that? I'm convinced. Yeah. I think Fair that enough. one's the better one. Okay, so next we go back up to the top, and we have. The Piazza, who I'll describe in a minute, and the Breast of Bray Road. Okay, okay. So, the Piazza is kind of just another Thunderbird, but this one, there's like carvings of the mural, which is like, the picture I have in the thing is kind of a, a drawing of those murals. They're like There's some like carved into like cliffs and stuff around, like, uh, I think it's like North Dakota, maybe? Or somewhere, like one of those more mountainous Midwest states. Um... But there's, like, I think there's carvings of it all across the country. Uh, But apparently it's mainly known in Illinois for some reason, this specific one, the Piazza. But um, it was said to hunt fishers and other people who came near the Mississippi and Illinois rivers. So that kind of... 
I'll be That's what I was talking about when I said there's one later on if Thunderbird who snatched up people. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to have to go with uh, the Piazza. Yeah. I'm a sucker for any kind of cryptid that, like, doesn't look like it should have a human's face, but it does. Yeah. Like, this one has, like, right. the body of, what, like a... Eagle? I don't even know, like a lizard, lizard. with eagle I'm wings. Eagle. I'm also. It does not look like it should have a human face, but it does, and I love yeah, that. I'm so also a sucker for flying cryptids, so I'm gonna agree. Okay, Piazza wins out over the Beast of Bray Road. Uh, and then we're gonna go. So a couple of these, I I'm gonna describe, and then it'll move on to just going back through the things so the next one is a relatively recent sighting that may not even be a cryptid it's kind of like a creepy story uh the crawling man of michigan city uh it was spotted in the summer of 2012 like i said it might not be a cryptid but it was strange and i like the story so it's here on the list uh feel free to discredit it for that but i also found it on the website national cryptid society which I kind of love that that website exists. They have like a huge, they have like articles about every big cryptid it seems, and even like user reported ones like this. Uh, but quote the story goes that quote in the middle of summer, heat lightning and flashing over the lake. Several friends and I were at this dude's beach house. It wasn't very late, maybe an hour or two after sunset. We all went out onto the second story back deck to smoke. I was watching the lightning. The house was only a few hundred yards away from the shore but the walk to the beach takes minutes because of the grassy dune between it and the shore so a couple of us noticed a light beam from a flashlight coming over the dune it was scanning like it was scanning the grass like they were walking around or possibly looking for something most people on the beach at night don't use lights it's actually pretty bright all night on lake michigan after your eyes get used to it the light sweeps by something in the grass and then shines back onto it what was illuminated was very strange. It appeared to be a naked guy crawling around on the grass. Although it had elongated arms <laughs> and legs, it was moving kind of fast and crunched over. It only lasted a few seconds, long enough for all of us to see it. Then, after the thing ran off, the flashlight shines directly at us. It stayed pointed at us until we went out until it went out after a few seconds. Creepy. So we were all like, what the fuck? We asked each other what we saw. We all saw a weird stretched out naked guy. I wanted to go down there. I wanted to see if we could find it, but no one would go and they were creeped out and I wanted to go back and wanted to go back inside. I was very disappointed, but I wouldn't go alone. I still regret it. Um so there's some fun explanations listed on the NCS website which range from it was the rake or it could just could be someone suffering from Marfan syndrome, which which like a lot of weird legends are about that, and it's it's kind of like again like the melon head. It's kind of problematic of people with like real illnesses, but well, that's that's one of the things. That's the thing with Slender Man. Yeah, that's right? one of the things with the rake too. Is that could be a explanation as well with the Marfan yeah. Marfan syndrome? Because I did a I did a thing on the rake back when me and Joey and Carly did a podcast together, and could but that's a, that's exactly what I thought of when you were reading. It. I was like, this sounds just like the rake. And the rake scares the shit yeah, out of me. Yeah, so it does. Just... It, I swear, to, every time I read the goddamn story and watch, look at the pictures, I don't know why. I love it, and I also like look out my window. I'm like, this thing's gonna crawl. 
into my room. Like, I know it. Um, so this one's versus the Pukwudgie, right? Yeah, this one's going to... It's yeah. a hard one. No, this is an easy you're one. You're going to go with um, So if you're actually... So, you know... Well, okay, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. It's Michigan Same City. Same you didn't vote for the Bellinheads? It's Michigan City, right? It's Michigan City. So knowing the area... There's some pretty wacky and wild people out there. It's not a cryptid. It was somebody playing Nightcrawlers. <laughs> it was somebody strung out playing Nightcrawlers on the beach? Yeah, it was just a normal person. Could have been and the person with the flashlight. No, no, no. It's just somebody playing Nightcrawlers. Okay, so we have a vote for the puck, Wudgie. John? I'm going with Crawling Man. I just, Ooh, I, okay. it's something weird about elongated limbs and the gross crawling, uh, nature that just, it, it gives me the heebie jeebies so, and I love it and I hate it. And if we wanted to be fair, I will, t- I will toss a coin again, but I would also go with the, the crawling man. Oh, I mean, we can, we could do so, a coin if you want, Quentin. You're like godless heathens. You want me? I'll flip a coin if you want. It's up to you. You could win again. We could win. The puck wedgie could go forward. Okay. John will call this one. Okay. Tails. It's tails. Dang. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Crawling man. More like dumb guy. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Are you are you so, expecting people to be listening to us and be like, yeah? Everybody yeah, agrees he got with him. me. He tells it how it is. <laughs> um, next we have the jackalope versus the Hopsfigginville goblins. So, uh, the 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 jackalope's kind of like a legendary creature of U.S. folklore. I guess um, they're basically just rabbits with like antelope antlers. Okay, I want to preface this as uh, for a very large portion of my life, I thought jackalopes were a real creature. <laughs> like, too, like, being I'm not like it's not like I was an adult and I was like, oh, those are real. But like, yeah. I definitely would say into my teenage years. I was still convinced that a jackalope was a real thing. I see. The fact is, I can't remember when I realized that they weren't. I believed in jackalopes so, a lot longer than Santa. That's for sure. I think I was the I one who told John too. that jackalopes weren't real. If I'm being honest, I like. I okay. So maybe. I'm pretty sure I am because my neighbors at my parents' house on their front porch, they had like a <gasps> lawn oh, yeah. decoration of a jackalope. And I think John said something about it one time. And then I said something about how they were fake. Or I think I made a joke about it. I was like, but that one's a real one. And John's like, wait, they're not real. I think I was the one who shattered your reality there, and, if I'm being and, honest. Yeah, that might be right. I kind of remember, yeah. Anyways, I'm. St- I, I think we can. I think we can give. Them I a, still go back and forth. Like I'm still like. We'll give them a fair shake. Yeah, I still think that it's a it's a real thing. 
Um, there's a lot of legends that kind of seem to be tongue-in-cheek or like jokes from the time. Like telling hunters to wear stovepipes on their legs so they wouldn't get gored by the jackalope. <laughs> or selling jackalope milk. Only for, and I kid you not, the New York Times to question the authenticity of the of the milk based on how dangerous jackalopes were known to be when milking them. <laughs> See? They're real. Uh, I'm telling you. Certain legends say that jackalopes imitated human voices, and cowboys sometimes heard them singing along with them in the night, usually as a tenor. Uh, it's also said that jackalopes can only breed during lightning flashes, and that their antlers make it difficult to do, despite the hare's reputation for hu- f- fertility. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna have to. Go- this is going up against. I'm gonna have to go with my goblins. This is going up against the goblins. I'm gonna have to right? go with my goblins. Yeah, I'll go with the goblins. Because, like, like, I, I mean, know. The jackalope's cool, but it's like baby's first cryptid, you know? Yeah. These goblins got some essence to them. I do really like jackalopes, though. And I'm still, like, mildly convinced that at one point they were real. Like, it's like the dodo bird. Like, at one point, maybe they were real. The dodo bird uh, was definitely real. Yeah, this could have been, too. I remember they were... I don't remember if it was a mission or not, but I remember they were a thing you could... Like, it was a super rare and, like, expensive pelt you could get in Red Dead Redemption 1. For the jackalope? Yeah. I don't remember why that stands out to I'll me. Go, I'll go with the goblins, though. The goblins are a little cooler. Okay. Uh, So next we have the Ohio Grassman versus the Tuttlebottoms monster. Um, The Ohio Grassman is apparently just Ohio's Bigfoot. The only real distinction is that the Grassman apparently sets up little huts and dens made of grass, giving it its name. Uh, again, there's not a ton to say here about this one. They're big, big, stinky, and look like ape men. Standard Bigfoot variant, avoided at all costs. Um, there was a very funny comment I found on the Cryptids wiki, though. Uh, quote, Fuck this Bigfoot-looking creature. He kill a dog called German Shepherd. Because its neck is broken when or while the beasts kill him, it's actually a police dog. I don't know what that means. I don't remember seeing anything about a dog in the, in the article. But then there was, someone replies and goes, He did not kill no dog, as he's not real. I'm, I wouldn't be so quick to throw that out. I, I think it might be real. I'm going to go with the Tuttle Bottom Monster, because whether he, whether that statement is true or false kill a german shepherd i just i don't like it so how do you feel about will smith well that's that's what i named i'll go that's with the I title bottom monster. yeah i know i know i forgot <laughs> about that until i said it um what'd you say quinn tuttle tuttle bottom. yeah tuttle bottom. yeah i think yeah, i think it's just a cool it monster in general like the anteater thing is just kind of goofy for around here. Um, also, the bracket is not updating for me. Yeah, and me, me, me neither. But oh. it's okay. I don't have a save button for this. Oh, I do, but it says it's saved. Hmm. Um, even if you refresh, it doesn't. Change? Yeah, I've been refreshing. 
We're, You'll just have to like uh, remind well, us what we're talking yeah, I'll about. Yeah, remind you guys what's what's going through. Because now it'll get kind of hard um, to keep track. Yeah. So the next one is I'm probably gonna butcher this one because it's like a very Native American word. Meshekenabek. Meshekenabek. Meshen. Meshekenabek. Uh, apparently it's the Loch Ness monster, but in Rochester, Indiana, which is kind of close to us actually. Uh, it lives in Lake Manitou, and there's a few sightings from like way back, in like I think it was like either the early 1900s or the late 18. Uh, a hunt was started, but eventually led to nothing, as most of the hunts do. Um, some think it was a Native American water spirit, while I think it was like a lake serpent that, you know, like a lot of other lake serpents around the world just kind of like migrated from the ocean as sea levels fell. He's got my vote, I'll be honest with you. The Meshekinabek is... Oh, he's versus yeah. the Green Claw Beast. Meshekinabest. I agree. He's he's definitely okay, cooler than the is... Green Claw Beast. Well, considering the Green Claw Beast was... No, no, no I didn't really... Here. Definitely wasn't made up. Yeah, it was... Yeah. So, good news, I don't have to describe any more of these weird fucks, and we can just lightning round through to the end. Uh, there could be a little bit of debate, but that's alright. Uh, let's get it. So, next round, we have the Piazza versus the Mud Mermaids. Uh, Piazza. Easy. I'm still gonna go with the Mud Mermaids. Ooh, okay. Toinkos, who wants to call it? Stern. Uh, I'll go Tails, because the Piazza's got a pretty cool tail. It was right. tails. That's fair. I'll go with it. Yeah. Uh, crawling man of Michigan City versus the Hopskinville goblins. goblins. This is gonna be all the fucking man. goblins, dude. It... All right, John, call it. Okay. Uh, let me. I flipped it three times just to make sure it wasn't broken, and it's come back tails every okay, time. So, I'm the goblin. I respect. Prevail. I respect the the coin toss. It's fine. It's a fifty fifty chance. Yeah, I just wanted to like it kept doing it, so I wanted to make sure it wasn't broken, but it kept coming back. So Tim's cheating for me. Actually, um, Tim's just like the crawling man. Come on, click it. Heads, heads. <laughs> I wish. Uh, we got the Tuttle Bottoms monster versus the Thunderbird. Uh, Tuttle Bottom. Yeah. We already have a Thunderbird. Po we have the better Odang Thunderbird. Yeah, we have a better Thunderbird already, so. Or wait, the no, Odang didn't you vote for the, the... You voted for the fucking Mud Mermaids. I did, but I'm not gonna say that the Piazza is not cooler than the fucking Thunderbird. Like, I'll agree with you on that. If they end up being in, okay. the, in the last, you know, round, I'll give you that that one's okay. cooler. Mm -mm. Okay. I think Thunderbird already got outvoted out, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yes. just now, right? Wait, did it? Yeah. Now? Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 just now it did. Uh, so we got the Hodag versus the Meshikanabek. Meshikanabek. Yeah. Tim doesn't like that. I can see his Fair face. Enough. He's like, no, fuck this. I'll let it go. <laughs> the Hodag's cool, and it was a funny movie, but I guess that's really all there is, and I did say it's a verified fake, so... 
I think it's cool to think of it as a giant uh, water serpent spirit. Not a, yeah, if you don't think agree. of it as, a, as the Loch Ness monster and think of it as the water spirit, I think it's cooler. It's pretty tight. <sighs> so we, now this is going to be a big showdown in Quentin's head. We got the Piazza versus the Hopskinville Goblins. You know what? Before you answer, I'll go with whatever you want. Like whatever you That's no fun. Yeah, like I won't <laughs> I'm leaving this round all up to you. Alright, so my criteria for this one who has a funnier head? The Piazza. And uh Ooh, that's a rough one. Piazza, if if that's I, your criteria. I see I was going to say that the goblin has a funnier head. Really? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, like, okay, so the Piazza's got a human face where it shouldn't be, but it's still just kind of like a normal human face, whereas this guy, he's got some bug eyes. He's got, like, a billion sharp little teeth, ears the size of funnel cakes. Got into a gunfight with some drunk hillbillies. What's cooler than that? Yeah, I'm going with the goblin. All right. I'll, I'm, I, like I said at the beginning, whatever you want to go for in this one, because these are, these were both ones that you fought for and one coin, <laughs> it's and true. one coin tosses for. So, yes. So <laughs> next one we have Tuttle Bottoms Monster versus the Meshikennebec. picture of the Tuttle Bottom Monster. Man, I really like the Tuttle Bottom Monster. But oh. I also really like this one's the hard one. I think my money's on the Tuttle Bottom. I'm all in on the Anteater. I love the Anteater aspect. I'm gonna go with that, yeah. Tuttle Bottom, all day. Okay, we have one vote for the Tuttle Bottom, John. I'm going to go Tuttle Bottom. The anteater thing is just okay, great. Okay, Tuttle Bottom. It's very yeah, unique. Like, it's, just, it's just a weird one to make a, a legend out of in the Midwest. Cause like, it's true. Loch Ness Monster thing, I feel like anywhere there's a decent-sized lake, I'm sure someone's trying to say, oh, there's Loch Ness Monster. But how many people are like, oh, fuck, there was an anteater in fucking Gary. A seven foot tall. Yeah, a seven foot tall. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to Tuttle Bottle. And the name is just fucking great. Like, it makes me, <laughs> it makes me think that he wears a monocle and a top hat and he's just the nicest fucking dude. Like, he's just like, hey. Would you like to have some tea? And you're like, oh, fuck, you're a talking anteater. So now it comes down to it. Uh, Hopskinville Goblins versus Tuttlebottom Monster. We're at the finals. This is a tough one for me. We're already at the finals. Because on one hand, on one hand, you could party with the goblins, right? You could befriend them that way. On the other hand, you could befriend the Tuttlebottom Monster and, like, you could, like, 
essentially like, you know, it could be like a Pokemon. It's like a fully evolved Pokemon. It's like a giant. Which is pretty it's sick. It's like, um, not Cyndaquil. Well, yeah, but the evolved version. Heatmore. There's uh, actually, yeah, there's actually kind of like a Pokemon. It's like, it's literally like a seven foot tall uh, anteater, but it like lives in volcanoes. I'm going that. Okay, so. I'm going, I'm still, I'm on Tuttle Bottom. Okay. That's, my, that's where my vote yeah, is. Vote for Team Tuttle Bottoms. But on the other, other hand. The goblins know how to use guns. But are they goblins? Because there is controversy if they're aliens. And to me, they need to decide. And then maybe I'll vote for them. Because the anteater knows it's a seven foot tall anteater. Well, how do we how do we not know that like all goblins are aliens. Like, how do we not know that's like a subsect of alien? Suppose we don't. Yeah. Because considering that, like every other every other cryptid, there's like a it could be an alien. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. Hmm. I uh. I I guess uh, I guess I'll, I guess I'll go. Um. Fucking Tuttle Bottom. Okay, I, I was gonna say we could always just bring it down to a coin toss at the last and the finals, but you can't have the finals be decided by a coin. Yeah, coin toss. I, I, I did it earlier too. It's fine. Good old, Words. good old. All right, toss. Tuttle Bottom's monster takes it home. For uh, where's it from? Um, Harrisburg, Illinois. Yeah, right. Neighbors. The official. Beast of the Midweast. The Midweast Beast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You can... We'll, we'll get some shirts made. Uh... The Midweast Beast. That could be... um, Like a... We could do merch eventually when we have enough listeners and do the mead weast beast and do a picture of the total bottom fucking anteater anteater. hell yeah that'd be great i feel like people wouldn't even listen to our podcast but they'd be like that's a fucking dope shirt i'll buy one off you guys i don't want them to think it's dope i want them to look at it and be like what the fuck is this this is stupid I'm gonna buy it. It's the Mead Weast Beast. I want it to be so dumb. That's that's why people buy oh, I, it. I agree. I think that's yeah. great. Can we? Can I know you said this is the first annual? Can we actually slate this in for every year? <laughs> I mean, like we'll do uh, like different regions. We can do it. We can. Yeah, I was going to say, we'd have to do different regions because this was literally like all of the interesting ones I could find out of the Midwest. Because then we could do Yo, all the... Yeah, let's do all the different regions and then, yeah, yeah like just national do, yeah, championships. Yeah, all the all the regions of Ooh. America. Then we'll do a showdown for, you know, the United States. 
and then afterwards see the only problem is is like it, when we do like the whole united states like that's when we're gonna get to like the big guys you know and like does the tuttle bottom monster really well, hold a candle the thing, to the right? mothman yeah maybe i guess that's why we would have well that's if the mothman even comes out highest of the yeah. east coast there sure. could be ones that we've never or heard of south or whatever west virginia is considered there could be even better goblins out there. There could be goblins yeah. that win a showdown. I'd have to talk it's about that weird happen. dude who's just a the weird cryptid who's just a dude who shows up. We could even have a whole goblin showdown. Goblin showdown. <laughs> I don't want to see him in bed with goblins. Gratiating himself oh with the goblins. God, they're eating him, and now they're gonna eat me. Oh God! Those are trolls, though, right? The town of the town of no, they're goblins, right? I don't know. The town was named Nilbog, which is goblin yeah, it was, backwards. It was trolls, the two, but in the movie they called them goblins. But I'm pretty sure they even called them goblins. Yeah, they never and, once yeah, called yeah. them trolls. Just from the movie. Oh my God! Yeah, that's great. We should do different regions and then do a whole United States showdown. And then we can move on to like Canada or something. I would love that. I would love nothing more. Because then we could. You're officially rebranding to a uh, cryptid cast. Just a cryptid showdown. I would love that too, but I feel like we would eventually run out of content, so we'd have to like do each individual. Like... We'll just start making up our own cryptids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we started right now, by the time we get through all the cryptids, we could have a fuck ton more, and then never run out. I mean, we could talk about uh, that's actually a real the one, isn't it? The Makele Membe is the. It's like African or something, right? Mikele Membe. Is that even spelled right? Oh, the Mokele Membe. Mokele Mabembe. It's from the Congo, I think, right? Yeah. Just. Like a big. It's basically just a. a sauropod. <laughs> or a patasaurus. Yeah, this would be great to do every every year. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, you ran kind of long this one, but let's do plugs and then we can call it. Yeah. Um, oh, I'll go first, I guess. Uh, you can find me at jmergs. Um going to be pushing out some content here and there. I'm actually, um, this weekend on Saturday, I'm recording, um, me and my buddy Jordan are going to start a video podcast called, uh, socks and scandals. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. And, um, what is this about baseball? No, it's just, it's <laughs> just us sitting down and reading. Um, we're, <laughs> We're going to, like, read stupid shit off of, like, Reddit and talk about stupid, like, life stories and do, like, dating advice. And it's it's just a giant satire of a 
like talk show, really. And the whole premise okay. is that we're going to wear goofy socks with sandals. Like every episode. Okay. See, I thought this was going to be like a, a baseball controversy. Oh. Podcast, exclusively focusing on the red and white no. socks. I don't like baseball. What a shame. Yeah, I don't like baseball. We need more sports podcasts. No. I agree. But, um... Yeah, there's that, and um, other than that, I've just been working on stuff for this podcast, so hopefully we have some more content pushed out from here, um, here in the next couple weeks, and as we do, I will post about it and let you go and let everyone know. Uh, you can find me on Letterboxd at Timmy C., I wrote a review fairly recently, or did I just review a movie? I don't know if I just gave a movie stars, or if I... Oh, I reviewed the the, the, the the new Gundam movie on Netflix, which isn't going to be everyone's thing, but it's a cool thing for me, considering... I re- I, re- I, well, I didn't rewatch I watched all the series over like two years with a buddy of mine recently, so... Uh, you can also find me at Hot Pink Waffles on, like, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I say it every week, but, uh, T-Jams on Twitch, T-E-A-J-A-M-Z. I swear I'll start streaming one day. And, uh, I'm thinking about starting a YouTube. Just doing, like, I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm gonna do movie reviews or, like, I've I've been thinking about... Doing a series, and I don't know if I've talked about it on here, where I watch all of Nicolas Cage's movies, oh, where yes. he's the starring role. Yeah, yeah. In 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 production order, it called Nicolas Cage Match, and I keep toying with this idea, and I want to do it, but I also don't want to get my channel nuked for copyright immediately. I mean, if you do it. So good like like uh elvis the alien has with nick cage movies um yeah we kind of just get cut up the trailers but like for some of them i feel like it's gonna be harder to i i think i think get around. Right. i feel like a lot of nick cage movies yeah. i feel like you have to worry about i don't know i feel like if you did it you might get demonetized here and there like for a few of them but i don't yeah. i don't think you'll get sh- like copyright struck enough to fuck you up also part of the reason i didn't do the episode is there's a biography that i want to try and get but it's like 15 dollars used on amazon because i think it was super short print but in the early 2000s he had a biography written about him called uncaged and if only they knew how much more it would get they should and i want to track down a I want to track down a copy, but it's like, I feel like it's going to be expensive to buy. They should write another one now that's called Completely Uncaged. God, I would love that. I would love nothing. I would love that so much, but they, I don't think, I mean, maybe if they paid him, if they paid him, maybe. In like 10 years when like he goes like fully like insane, they could do seriously completely uncaged like seriously like now he's like really like, <laughs> do a trilogy so quinn 
Um, you can find me on Twitter at Gondola Driver, uh, Twitch forward slash Boxwine. Uh, if I'm ever online, just uh, ask me questions about Gnostic Christianity. Yeah, when are you going to do... So I can talk about Abraxas. When are you going to do an episode? Do it next week. You want me to do an episode on Gnostic Christianity? Yeah, we'll get deep. Why not? This, you know what? <laughs> I mean, I could. At this point, <laughs> at this point, we'll... Like, okay, I was reading, like, you know, I was, I'm, I've been working on stuff for the podcast and stuff, and I was reading, like, our little thing on Spotify or whatever, and it's like pop culture like movies you know comics and like cringe internet or weird internet stuff like that definitely falls on like if we just go full like weird internet and then sprinkle in you know whatever topics we can do whatever the fuck we want at this point who cares as long as it's that's why i I left it open as i did when i wrote that is because yeah I mean, I can try my hardest. We can can, can do whatever we want at this point. And if people like it, people like it. I mean, like, we'll try. I've I've slowly stopped, like, caring, like, a whole lot. Like, like I I want this podcast to do good. You know what I mean? But I also more so have come to the, you know, then I'm like, I just want to have good time with you guys and bullshit. Yeah, yeah. that's always been my philosophy yeah. behind stuff like this is like, first and foremost, I just want to have fun. And if people like that and have fun listening to us, have fun. So that's great. Yeah. That's even like better. That's why at the beginning when I was like, oh, let's just bullshit for 15, 20 minutes. It's just at the, you know, it's like, screw it. Let's just have some fun, catch up, talk. And do whatever we want, you know, because then it's more fun. And it's yeah. more, it's more natural. Yeah. Cause I think, I think I'll, I don't know. I like to think that I'm funny every now and then. Not that much, <laughs> but I like, I like to, <laughs> I like to think that we're funny guys. And if we're, but I think we're funnier when we set each other up naturally we don't we don't try to force yeah. it too much unless like the point of the joke is it's that forced it's like weird and unforced and yeah. uncomfortable like i would i was thinking like i'm thinking of a video specifically of someone explaining christian <laughs> lore which is a whole thing and like the whole point of the video and the joke of the video is that he's putting on like a fake college lecture and everyone's uncomfortable yeah. because of it and that's the point and that's very that's very yeah. funny to me. So, but yeah. So, do do an episode yeah, on we'll, fucking. We'll just keep your ears peeled. I'll tell you about how Jesus was really the snake. Or do an episode on communism where we can talk about how no institute can start on good terms when they massacre his entire family to begin <laughs> I don't know if I should talk about communism online I feel like I'll get put on oh, a yeah, list 
I mean, we already talked about 9-11 this episode, so. <laughs> no, we're already on the list. It's fine. I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I'm on TikTok a lot, just scrolling around and shit. And there are so many people from either our generation or the generation after us that is just like very vocally communist anymore. Because capitalism is piss. Yeah, no, it is. And I wouldn't say, I would not say that I am like communist or whatever. I just, on paper, it's a, it's a great thing. And capitalism is just all around just a bad thing. So just see what happens. I'm not saying Mal was right, but he did a couple of things correctly. Yeah, I'm not saying that Stalin wasn't a fucking despot who died of a fucking brain aneurysm, but he was good looking in his young age. Very. And um, let's just end the episode on that. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.